Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. I'm John Fuller along with Danny Huerta, and uh, I've heard more than one little boy say, you know, when I grow up, Mom, I want to marry someone just like you. And I'm sure all the moms are thinking, oh, that's so cute. And I'm thinking that's a little creepy, but whatever. It's, <laughs> it is a little boy speaking about the person who has influenced him so much. And uh, to be honest, a lot of times that's mom because she's the one who is spending those early years with that child. Um, she's the one he bonded with first uh, in the womb. And then he comes out of the womb and she's the one who feeds and hugs and kisses and um, really shapes his view of women. Uh, We talked with Dr. Meg Meeker about this, about the influence that a mom has on a boy. And here she is now talking with Jim Daly and me. You remind moms that they are their son's first love. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never thought about that, but in reading the book, that jumps off the page. That's what you're really saying is moms shape the view that their sons have about femininity, too. We've talked a lot about the denigration of masculinity. Mm -hmm. Moms do the core job of shaping what it means to be a woman in the minds of their boys. Yes. I think most moms might go, yikes, I never realized that, <laughs> right? Oh, scary. oh, no. Yeah. So speak to that. How does a mom capture that view? And then how does she do a good job projecting healthy, godly femininity to her boys? Well, I'm so glad you asked because it is very different from being a mom of an infant or a toddler girl. It is just different, and I can't even describe it, but every mother of a son knows that. When your son is first born, we know that mothers are the ones that do a lot of the attachment. We're the ones who spend more time with them. We show them love. We show them nurturing. We show that you can trust people. You you know, mom really sustains life in a lot of ways, you know, breastfeeding and that kind of thing. And so we're the ones that really form these deep primal attachments to our sons. It doesn't mean dads aren't critical. Right. It means they have a different role. So we're the ones who teach our young boys that women can be relied upon, that women can be nurturers, that women are compassionate and we will be there for people. We are the comfort. You know, we're the comfortable place and we are the people who we hope, will always be a steady presence in their lives. So we teach that to boys when they're very young, and we want to be the people they can always rely yeah. on. And a son's relationship with his mother in the first you know, seven years of life is really critical because we teach boys that femininity and womanhood is a good thing, and he can depend on it. It doesn't mean he's going to depend on it for the rest of his life, but that women can give him a lot of security. Right. What are, I mean, those day-to-day practical things, because moms are listening right now that have three, five, Mm -hmm. seven-year-olds. What are some things they can do to communicate that in a very practical way? Well, I think one of the most important things is just spending some time with your son. You know, don't throw him his lunch and go back and clean up the kitchen. (laughs) Sit down and eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with him. You know, talk to him. Play trucks with him. You know, go outside. Moms are going, ugh. Ugh. I kicked so many soccer balls, you know, when my son was even in sixth grade, believe it or not, because my husband worked a lot. And I thought, I really want him to have somebody to kick soccer balls with. So it really just means engaging him on a boy level. Do things that he likes to do 
do. That can be hard for some It moms. can be very hard you know, for I'm a lot busy. of mothers. I got a lot to do. We're very busy, but <laughs> we can find little moments yeah. during our day, you know, to just talk to our sons. I think it's very important for sons to be hugged by mothers because there will come a day when they don't want you to get near them and hug them. <laughs> it comes a lot faster it comes than very, you very think. fast. So it's very important for mothers to hug them and kiss them and let them know they are lovable. And this is one of the greatest things a mother can do. I think in general, mothers are more comfortable touching our sons than dads are. Now, there's some dads who are very huggy and touchy. My husband is one of them. But there are a lot of dads who don't know what to do, so they don't. Yeah. But mothers can embrace and love our sons and tuck them in and you know, make them their favorite foods and that kind of thing. And that's our way of loving them. So from a really practical standpoint, I think it's really engaging them in the day-to-day things and inserting ourselves into our son's lives and being a big part of it. So Danny, as Meg was talking, I was thinking uh, moms probably get closer generally to their boys because we men aren't always all huggy, touchy, feely. What do you think? I'd say not not all men, uh, but there are several men that are more on the touchy-feely side. Okay, that's you uh, and not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no cuddle time. You know, that's that's important. Uh, coming from from Mexico, right? Yeah. Uh, that's there's a lot of hugs going on down there. All John. right, so let me just <laughs> let me just say one of my favorite duties as an as a new dad was rocking my son to sleep pretty much every night for the first year and a half of his yeah. life. He just, he wouldn't go to sleep. I would sing to him. I would hug him. Uh, it doesn't mean he loves hugs now, but uh, yes, it is possible for guys to be close in that way. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not a natural thing for a lot of guys to be touchy and, and, and feely. But the more time a dad spends with their young infants and toddlers, science has confirmed the fact that God has designed us to become more sensitive to that and more open to to touch and sensitivity as dads. Hmm. But it takes time. It takes our willingness to sacrifice time and prioritize spending time with the young kids, even if even if they just cry and poop, you know, I mean that's <laughs> you're you're right there holding on to them, changing their diapers, you're spending time yeah. touching. That begins to transform the way that you approach your child. It's not as natural as it is for women. For women, it begin, that begins to shift. It's much more natural. Yeah. So it's not impossible for dads. They don't start off that way. But, man, what a great opportunity to grow in that area as a dad. And it's critical for the bonding and attachment uh, that, a, that a son can have with his dad, but also with, with a mom. And that, this is for good for sons and daughters uh, to have that, that high-quality parent-child, safe mm-hmm loving touch uh, from an early age. And you can have fun doing diaper changes. I remember doing uh, in in my son's bath uh, when he was a a real young infant, I would pretend that the washcloth was, was a shark. And he still remembers. He still has that, night that terrors about, about that. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I remember we used to do the cloth, and yeah. and and we had fun, and and that was the the bath time. And it wasn't his favorite initially, but we, you know, we tried tried to make that yeah. fun. Um, and some kids are just not naturally touchy feely either. So be impatient as a parent that it's not personal again. Yes, there yes. may be some sensory issues, or they may just not naturally want that. But maybe it's they love you sitting next to them or being present. The fact is, 
You get to learn what uh, your child loves, and then you step into that make time to, to do that. Yeah, so mom and dad, you both have significant roles. Of course, the emphasis today was on some of the content in Dr. Meg Meeker's book, Strong Mothers, Strong Sons. But, Danny, you and your team have built out a really amazing website. So there, there's help for moms and dads, both in this realm, but also just across the spectrum of parenting issues and opportunities, right? Yes, John, we... The, the team is pouring their gifts and talents into the website to provide tools for parents. So focus on the family.com slash parenting. And uh, we love the craft of providing as many great tools for parents, and we want them to be practical, very useful for parents, informative to help you win as parents. Yeah, I love the fact that we have so many younger people walk in the building here. Um, and, and on your team, you've got this with... Uh, they, they've got the technical know-how to translate mm-hmm. content onto the web to make it engaging and very searchable and helpful. With uh, biblical foundations. Yeah, too, absolutely. That's who we are as focus, right. right? We're not just yeah. poofing this stuff out of science or out of our own good intentions. This is all built on biblical principles. Right. We'll stop by the website. Uh, if you can, make a donation today. And we'll send a copy of Dr. Meeker's book to you as our thank you gift. Uh, the details are all in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear more from Dr. Meeker as she shares how you as a mom can give your son an emotional vocabulary. That's next time. And on behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.